You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. I like Sess. He's brought my score down from 121 to 120. Pete Bedell. Chief League rider from the Courier Mail. He's the big cheese there. He's absolutely on top He's of it. He's built everything. like a two-iron. <laughs> that small <laughs> club I picked up on the course today. Yep. That mm. little kids one. Yep. But Pete, it's been ages since we've spoken to you, mate. Happy New Year. G'day, boys. Oh, happy New Year. I'm smaller than a two-iron, boys. So I think it's something, <laughs> a putt-putt golf course. I belong on, I belong on there. What's the worst? Pitching wedge, perhaps. What's the, wor- wedge? What's the worst you've shot on a course? <laughs> Guys, I'm a dead set hacker. I, I stick to running, not golf. I'm, I'm hopeless. So yeah. I don't think I could even complete nine holes. So, Pete, big night tonight with the season kicking off. Uh, we're getting our listeners to tell us what they're excited about from this weekend what game, what player, what matchup. Over this weekend, the first round, what are you looking forward to? I, I was just saying earlier on, I, I can't wait to see a 17th team kick off. So, what about you? Yeah. Yeah, well, you, I mean, you were a Titans foundation man, Sats. Of course, you were part of the first team that came in at the, the Titans there in 2007. And what a day that was at Suncorp Stadium, 40,000 people. Chris Walker scored the first try. What a, what a day that was. But no, for me, I, I just, I'm looking forward to the Broncos and the Panthers on Friday night. I, I just think it's going to be a fascinating year for the Broncos. I, I think they're going to be a huge narrative in this season. It, it, it's always it's always a case of there's rarely middle ground with the Bronx. They're either boom or bust. And they're such a big brand that everyone takes an interest in them. And I can't wait to see Adam Reynolds go up against Nathan Cleary, the old the old uh, stalwart against the masterful young apprentice. And I just think it's a, it's a big season for guys at the Broncos like Reese Walsh, who will play the following week. He's got a busted cheekbone. But young guys like Dean Mariner on the rise, Herbie Farnworth, who's just signed with the Dolphins. So I, I look, I like the look of the Bronx this year. I think they're a top six team potentially. And I, I want to see if Penrith can make it a hat-trick. I think they can win three in a row this year. On, on the Dolphins, and I don't want to hang around it too long because I also want to talk about some Sydney clubs, uh, Sats proclaimed that it's the worst recruitment he's seen in NRL history. Oh, don't keep bringing it up. Uh, you wrote an article about it, Pete. I thought you could have hit him a lot harder, by the way. I thought he's quite balanced, actually. Yeah, I thought you yeah. could have smashed him, I think Pete. he looked after me. <laughs> he oh, did. He yeah, certainly I was, did. I haven't heard... I haven't heard the word balanced with my reporting for some time, but um, thanks thanks for that. No, look, I, oh, look I, it's, they're always going to do a tough one, aren't they, guys? I mean, I, I think they probably deserved another year to come into the comp to build, to get, be given two years to get their roster together. But look, yep. here they are. It, it's going to be a tough call for them over a 27-round season. It's going to be arduous, and if they get injuries, I think they're in a lot of trouble. But I don't think they'll come last, guys. I really don't. I think they've got enough premiership winners in their team and a pretty strong forward pack. They've got hard heads there. If they stay fit, I think I think they won't come last. Mm. Hey, hey, Pete, have we got a, an official CBA agreement yet? We are kicking off tonight. Has has someone at NRL headquarters and the RLPA pulled their fingers out and, and got the deal done? No, drags on, boys. It's the most boring topic of all time, isn't it? Look, I spoke to Peter Valandis just two days ago. He said they're not there yet, but I'm told that they're down a handful of items. Now, only minor issues... The, the major stuff's been sorted out. The, the money's palatable. The players are happy with the, the conditions there. There's just a few minor things to, 
sort out around retirement funds and and the women's component. Uh, but but the, the, the CBA will be done in the near future, and and it will be the first billion dollar deal for the code, which is which is great for the players. We saw the rise of the Cowboys last year; they were outstanding. They had so many points in them, but just a a great uh, great group of great core group of players as well, and found some young players that came through and played a lot of NRL as well. Pete, do you think they can? Do you think, do you, do you think they can maybe go a little bit? Closer this year after the experience of 2022? Yeah. You said they'd come last. That you oh, bagged them. Here we go again. Well, we're going to preview them. <laughs> yeah, well, it's like the reverse psychology thing. You don't understand it. No, I just think you change with the wind, mate. No. That's what it is. No. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look, guys, I think, uh, I, I think it's going to be a fascinating season. I mean, I... They're now the hunted, the Cowboys. And I, I said to you last year, Sats, when I went to their launch, that I thought they'd be the big improvers. Um, I didn't. I still didn't think they'd make the finals, and they did that. That was a wonderful year. But now that they're seen as a genuine premiership contender, look, they've got all the, they've got the perfect fusion of experience and youth and talent to be a contender. I don't know if they can win the comp. I think it's a huge ask again. But oh, I, they made the preliminary final last year, and the only way is up is really if they make a grand final. Can they make a grand final? It's a big call, but they've certainly got the belief this year. They've got the combination. So I think I think they're top four material again, and then if they make the top four, well, they're a, they're a real contender, yeah. aren't they, from there? Mm. He uh, upsets his good mate, Toddy Payton, last year, Sats, and he refused to come on the show all year. The players used it as motivation with teams uh, – with. Alleged to journalists. He mustn't have done many interviews last year, Tony <clears throat> Payton, because half the rugby league <laughs> landscape were yes. tipping the same thing. Yes. Anyway, uh, email from Toddy Payton during the week says, Gents, more than happy to come on when Sats pays up on the bet he made with Bomber Bedell. 100 bucks until I get photo proof Sats and your show. Uh, uh, until I get photo proof Sats and your show are blacklisted. So you must pay Pete up. He's a, he's a struggling. Little Aussie battler from yeah. Maroubra. Mm. So you've got to you've got to pay him up, mate. When will you pay him up? He won't get his money. You've got to. You made a bet with him. I don't want him on the show, Toddy Payton. So I don't have to pay the money then. But, but you made a bet. You've got to pay Pete. Pete, you remember the bet, don't you? I do. Look, I, I think I'll be getting the money in Monopoly money. Look, I'll accept that. I'll take Monopoly notes. So I, I'll put out a call to the great Todd Payton, Pato. In the feud, mate. The Cold War's over. Sats will pay me. In, in Monopoly money, and you must come on the show from this day forward. Round round two, you're on, Pato. It's over to you. There you go. If you oh, could do that, I want to talk to him when we come on. When he, he doesn't want on. to talk to you. I don't want to talk to him. He wants to talk to Matt Rogers. <laughs> yeah. He wants to. He said, "I'll only come on when Matt Rogers and Woogie." Well, Matt are Rogers on. has got them coming as the runners up this year, so you probably won't talk to him either. <laughs> hey, now, Pete, you've got some uh, breaking news about Jason Taumalolo. Yeah, speaking of the Cowboys guys, a major development. I broke this online just earlier, but he's been given the green light by the Cowboys to launch his boxing career. So he has signed a contract to take part in an amateur fight at the end of the rugby league season. So he's not defecting to boxing altogether. He'll be still staying at the Cowboys, which is good news. But he's always been interested in fighting. He's He fancies himself as a boxer. And a couple of years ago, guys, you may remember... There was a fight night in Townsville where yep. Josh Papali took part, Junior Paulo was there, Ben Hammond fought, Justin Hodges fought. So there's plans in place for another fight night later in the year after the NRL Grand Final. 
And Jason Tamalolo has been given approval by the Cowboys to take part in that event. It's not finalised yet. They're still putting together some names. But one certainty is that if he's fit, if he avoids injury, Jason Tamalolo will put on the gloves and jump in the ring. A heavyweight blockbuster awaits. Who's going to be that stupid to take wow. him on? Mm, they'd be frightening looking across oh, the yeah. ring. Incredible. Yeah. I got a text here. I reckon. What about Hodjo boys? You said amateur. <laughs> You'll only do it for coin, right? Uh, which I wouldn't blame him, by the way. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, Paul on the text, uh, Pete, has said, funny hearing Pete give PVL's version of the CBA negotiations. All the major items sorted. Only some small things left. The retirement fund, then women's game. The two major items. Are they still not sorted? What's he, what does he refer to in terms of major items? He's re- the women's game and the retirement fund. Well, the retirement fund, in terms of we're talking financial components, so it's obviously not. If a retirement fund isn't as great a basket or financial silo as the actual salary cap and funding for the players' wages. So it's obviously it's an important part of the CBA, but it's I'm told that that's been pretty much sorted. There's just some minor minor things around terms and conditions and whatnot. So I think I don't think it's an insurmountable problem. And I've also spoken to Clint Newton from the RLPA, and he's got a similar sentiment to, to PVL. So I, I think there's goodwill on both sides to now get this done. It was quite quite explosive a couple of months ago, but I think tensions have eased and I think there will be a resolution in in the coming weeks. The retirement fund is a discussion that can continue to be ongoing. It doesn't need to be done yesterday. Everything else can be signed off on. The retirement fund can be ongoing. That's that's my belief anyway. Rightio, Paul. Paul, I hope that uh, answers your question. Pete, uh, quickly before we let you go, what moment, what what game, what matchup are you looking forward to most this weekend? Guys, I'd, in terms of individuals, I want to see Isaiah Katoa at the Dolphins mm. on Sunday. I think this is a huge baptism of fire for a 19-year-old. He was playing jersey flag football 12 months ago for the Panthers, even less than that, maybe six months ago. He's now in an NRL debut against the Roosters, Suncorp Stadium, thirty to 40,000 people. He's got enormous talent, and I'm, I'll be excited to see how he handles it because he could be one of the real superstars of the game moving forward and this could be the first step in a great journey so I'm looking forward to seeing how he handles the baptism against the Chooks. We haven't heard any sort of projected ticket sales with that big game at Suncorp on Sunday. Pete, have you heard what sort of figure they're looking at? Yes, that's, I spoke to Terry Reid of the Dolphins CEO today actually about this. I, I was curious myself and he said they're looking, they're tracking it about thirty to 40,000 uh, at the moment. On. So good. Not, that, yeah, I'm, I'm, it's great to hear that and I hope that maybe there'll be a bit of a walk-up crowd if it's a nice sunny day. We might even get above 40. I think they were, they were 42,000 for the Titans' first game mm. in 2007. So hopefully we can match that and really celebrate a good a good special day for the Dolphins. That's a that's a big Dolphins turn up considering the Roosters only get 1200 to a home game in Sydney. <laughs> uh, that's that's pretty impressive. So what would it be 50 Roosters supporters at the game on Sunday? Any chance to dig? Any chance to dig Pete? Go the bunnies. Mate, great to chat to you. Oh, you love them. Oh, yeah, don't I? 2035 forever. 2035 forever, boys. Go the bra boys. He's got that tattooed across his chest. He's tiny <laughs> little chest. <laughs> Pete, we love you, mate. We love you. Enjoy the oh, footy tonight, I love mate. It. Oh, we love this game, don't we, guys? Enjoy yep. it and good luck to all the listeners. Enjoy your, your team's performances. Can't wait.